Thanks for listening to the Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. So, sometimes that's just what I have to do. I just open up the Bible and I start reading aloud. I got to hear it because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so you, you've got you've to stir that up inside of you. The only way you can stop sinning is by getting in the presence of God and allowing his word to work in you, allowing his word to wash your, wash your mind, amen, the washing of the water by the word, and allowing his thoughts to become your thoughts. Yes. And, and, and not, not being overcome by, by the things that are going on around you not being overcome by the things that God brought you out of, that he separated you from. Mm -hmm. But if you keep hanging close to what God brought you out of, Mm -hmm. there's a problem. Right. Right. Because you're going to keep associating with that. And that that keeps you down. Yeah. You keep, it's before your eyes and your eyes, actually, you need to be focused on where you're going, not where you were at or not what held you captive, but it actually needs to be in a forward direction. That's how the Lord works. You know, it's amazing. His word says it's the, the footsteps of the righteous that are ordered of him directed by him. I think that was the amplify is how the amplified puts it there. And so we trust that as we walk, he's directing us, right? But notice that it doesn't say if we're sitting that he's directing us. It's as we're moving, he's directing us. Someone. And you've, yes, um, and you have to go forward, of course, in his direction, right? And you might say, well, I don't even know what his plan is for me, what he's called me to. But we go in line with the direction of the word of God, with our lifestyle, with the way that we speak, what everything everything that we do, how we treat people, what we believe, all of these things, what we do with our time, our attitudes, all these things, they need to line up with the word of God and they'll actually take us forward and they'll take us away from the things that have held us back. They'll take us away from the sin that has has held us back in our life. The Bible says the sin that so easily besets us. Right. It easily, it's not even a difficult thing sometimes for, for that to grab hold of you. Right. And a lot of times people will say things like, well, I mean, I'm fine. I can do this. I can be involved in this. It doesn't really affect me or whatever. But see, again, there, therein lies the deception. And of course, the enemy wants you to believe that. And then you put confidence in your flesh. But it's, as the word says, the sin that so easily besets you. And a lot of times it's not even, people will be involved in, in things that, are, that um, are not, they don't line up with the word of God, they're not purity, but in our like society's like standard or whatever, they're like, oh, everybody does that. Like it's totally fine. Even if it doesn't line up with the word of God, oh, it's totally fine because everybody does it. No, again, our standard is the word of God. That's what we look to. It doesn't matter how much culture changes 
our life has to line up with the word of God, not Mm -hmm. even our experience or culture or anything like that. It has to line up with the word of God. Right. Of course, the more the word is preached and it's demonstrated, then it begins like, oh, that is the truth. But people so water it down that it's like people don't even actually know what the truth is anymore. People accept a lie just because it's repeated over and over again. So in their mind, it becomes a truth because they've heard it several times. uh, Thus again, the importance of you declaring the word of God over yourself, over your life. I mean, you have to declare things like flesh, you will not rule. The spirit of God rules my life. I am strong spirit, soul, and body. Father, I thank you that I follow after your will. I follow after your plan. My thoughts align with the word of God. I mm-hmm. thank you, Father. I'll not pray flesh. I'll, I'll not I'll not fall prey to my flesh. Father, I thank you for a Holy Ghost quickening on the inside of me right now, and you start praying in the Holy Ghost. You thank know, the you book Jesus. of Jude talks about building up your holy faith. All of these things will strengthen you spirit as strengthen your spirit, man, as you declare the word of God, as you pray in the Holy Holy Ghost, as you're as you're just walking and you're lining, you're reading the Word of God and you're you're repeating that and you're really commanding your flesh, including your carnal thoughts, to line up with the Word of God. That takes you in the direction that God has for you and builds you up so that you have you can overcome the desires of the flesh. Then, That's exactly sin right. is not a small thing. Its intention is to take you out and not just not only to cause you to miss out on the best that God has for you, but the intention is to take you to the pit of hell. That's exactly right. And that's why you can't consider it a small thing. Amen. So you run from evil, and then you run towards righteousness, and you surround yourself with people that have godly influence yes strong people in in the in the lord Uh, the bible talks about you know in um paul and barnabas i believe it was when they when they left they had been in jail and it says they they went to their own company right and and you have to know that though there are those that surround you that that uh, are of like precious faith with you and you've got to get around those people and you've got to be uh, allow them to strengthen you because iron sharpens iron. Right. And so if, if you have, let me just say this here. If you have strong people around you and they annoy you, that's because you're not strong enough. Right. Right. Because if you're around strong Christians and you're strong, mm-hmm. it'll sharpen you. And That's you, what the word says. Yes, and you appreciate that challenge. Absolutely, you do. You're, you're like, oh, I'm so thankful to I don't, be around that. I don't get annoyed at strong Christians. No. I'm encouraged by them. Strong preachers. Strong ministers, strong demonstration of no. the gospel, strong move of the spirit, strong fire, yeah. strong miracles, all that kind of stuff. I don't know, because strength is what makes you sharper. Right. And it makes you more keen in the things of God. Right. And so strengthen yourself up. Well, how do I strengthen myself? Pray more in the Holy Ghost. Right. Build yourself up. Get strong in faith. Exercise your faith. Because people are weak because they don't exercise. Right. They don't exercise themselves to godliness. They don't exercise their faith. They don't try to they don't try to walk in the spirit. They don't walk in love. All of these exercisings right. that you can do. 
but you have to get stronger. And when you get strong, you're going to want strong people around you. And I want to tell you, sometimes it's just absolutely glorious just to be around other strong believers. And you, you, you just start talking with them. And they're not trying to lead you. They're not trying to guide you. They're not trying to give you direction or anything like that. They're just, they're just talking. And you hear faith inside of their words. Right. You, they're, they're talking about what, what God is doing, not bragging on themselves. They're just talking about what God's doing. And, and you come away from these type of meetings and, and you you just feel like, whoa, praise God. It's so awesome yes. to be around other strong believers. Right. And and when you come out of that, you don't walk away from being in a the presence of other strong people of God and think, yeah, I'm just gonna go sin now. No, you oh. don't. You 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 you've you've just come from partaking of God's goodness. Yes. And you understand how good he is. He's he's very near to you, he's very sweet. His presence is, is absolutely amazing. And that's what we need in the body of Christ, to be able to have other people that can surround us, that will help us walk out the plan and the purpose that God has for our lives. Yes. I want to live for God. I don't want to live the ways of the world. I have no desire to walk in sin. I have no desire to go in that direction whatsoever. Right. And so if that's not my desire, then I want to tell you, God is going to help you to accomplish his desire for your life. And then you need to make sure that you make a covenant with, with the members of your body, your mind, your eyes, your hands, your ears, your mouth, your feet. I, these members of my body are going to help me walk in righteousness. Right. They are going to be a part of me being active in the things of God, not being active in sin, not being led off course, but these are going to help me to accomplish the plan that God has for my life. Right. I'm going to serve the Lord with gladness. Yes. With gladness, not with hesitancy, not with like, stupefaction. I don't, I don't know what's going on. No, but with gladness, I serve the Lord because I, I have made a covenant with, with the rest of my, with my mind. Hey, listen, let's, let's, let's have a deal. Let's strike a deal. Mm-hmm. We're going to focus on things that are good, things that are lovely, things that are pure, things that are of good report, things that are praiseworthy. We're going to think on these things. Let's make a deal, okay? That's what we're going to do it. <laughs> yes. And so, listen, so mind don't get offended if the mouth says, no, we're not doing that, okay? Because the mouth and the mind work together. And actually, you can't think in a direction that you speak in the opposite direction. Yeah, true. Did you know that? You cannot think in an opposite direction from which you are speaking, a lot of times people get caught up in their in terrible thoughts mm-hmm. and they get all discombobulated in their in their thought life because they're not speaking the word of God out of their mouth. But right. if you will start speaking the word, then I want to tell you, you got it. That's why thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Right. And so you got to start speaking the word out. Mm-hmm. Speak the word out. Speak the word out. Speak the word out. Because words trump thoughts. Right. 
And so therefore, you got to have a covenant, your mind and your mouth working together. We're going to help each other out. Right. My hands and my feet are actually, you know, I've got them worked out so that they are going to always lead me in areas of purity. Hands, you're not going to pick that up. That is not going to help you live right, a righteous life. Feet, you're not going to go in that direction. That's not going to help you um, accomplish the plan of God for your life. Ears, you're not going to listen to that junk because that's not going to help you live victoriously. That's going to tear you down. It's going to hurt you. It's going to pollute you. Eyes, you're not going to look over there in that direction. Uh, 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 no, refocus, refocus over here, over here. You know, just like your GPS redirecting, rerouting. Um, uh, yeah. You know, you got to do th- some things with your eyes sometimes too no don't even don't even go over there right and and all of us have to do with that right i have to do things like that so true you have to make a covenant we are in covenant with god and lord i want to please you and you are my lord and you are my savior and so therefore father god i give you all of me i give you all of me I give you my mind, I give you my eyes, I give you my thoughts, I give you my mouth, I give you my ears, I give you my hands. Well, I left something out. But I give you all of me, Lord. Whatever it is, I make a covenant with my natural body members that they are going to serve you, and they're going to serve the will of God. Not my flesh's will, they're going to serve the will of God. So, Lord, help me walk in your will. Help me walk in the plan of heaven for my life. Don't let me walk in in any other direction. I want to, when I, when I see you, when I see you face to face, I want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. That's all I want to hear. Mm-hmm. That's the important thing. Right. And be encouraged that this stuff gets easier. You know, whenever you're trying to turn something around in a direction, especially if it is a bigger thing, so something that is well established. If you're trying to, have you ever seen when there's like a huge ship or whatever, and they're trying to turn it in a different direction? It, it you know, you you got to have a fair amount of water to do that. Um, you know, you've it be, because it's just huge, and it's going to take a lot of effort to be able to get that, especially when it's hardly moving, you got to get it up, you got to get it moving, you got to get, get it turned and it needs all this width to be able to go in the opposite direction. In the same way, if you are well established in patterns of sin, or let me just say this, because many people, they might say, well, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I've been a Christian a long time, uh, a long time and I go to church and, you know, I mean, I do believe the word of God. Maybe I don't speak it all the time, but I do believe it and I'm trying to do my best and, and whatever. But here's the thing, whenever you get into a place where it gets tough or you feel tired or you're alone, or you're hungry, or you're stressed, or you're worried, or, you know, any of these kind of negative emotions or whatever, your default then is actually not the word of God. Your default is not victory. Your default is actually to draw back and you actually end up missing the mark. You're you're not believing yeah. God's word. You're not declaring God's word. So therefore you're not walking in God's word. And be, if that has been a pattern in your life for a long time, it's going to take some effort and you're going to feel the pain of the sacrifice and the discipline that has to be established in your mind and in your mouth, quite frankly, putting effort 
when you don't feel like it, when you least feel like declaring the word of God, when you least feel like taking authority over those limiting thoughts, Mm -hmm. over those negative thoughts, over that stinking thinking. And so, because again, you're trying to like turn a big ship here. And so it's going to, and, and it, it's going to feel, you're going to feel like this is impossible. That's such a lie from the pit of hell. And besides the fact you serve the God of the impossible. Amen. He makes the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. And so, but if you'll just be consistent to do the right thing, even if you feel like, man, I didn't hardly make any progress today, but you made progress in the right, right direction, then it gets easier and easier. And pretty soon it's as if you have established a new pattern and it will be a godly pattern and it will take you in the right direction. And then the next thing you realize, you're like, wow, the things that I used to think about, the things that would cause me to back off when the Lord, you know, wanted me to step into something new, when he had blessing for me, but I drew back because of my insecurity, because I gave into fear, because I thought that I, well, I've never experienced that before, or that person's going to criticize me if I do that, or I don't know, that might just be too much, you know, um, then pretty soon you realize those things don't hold you back. They're not even a temptation. They're not even the things that you think about because you've gone on and you're experiencing so much life in Christ and he is actually beginning to use you to encourage and inspire other people and to show them, hey, there's a better way. Let's serve God in a higher way together. Absolutely. And then the Lord begins to divinely connect you with other people that will actually help you to increase. And you notice by little by little, wow, I'm totally living at a different level than what I used to live at. And where it's, as it seemed like that was a lot of effort at first, you reach a point where you, as long as you make the decision to just keep going, keep embracing when the Holy Spirit says, nah, don't do that. Or change this or do this right now. Start declaring this right now. Go ahead and take that step of faith. Don't back off. Don't say, Oh, I'll do that later. No, 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 no. Keep on the path and the way of victory. It's taking you farther and farther and farther away from the sin and the things that really used to pull you back and take you in a direction that you shouldn't go. Yeah. And there's times where, (coughs) excuse me, there's times that you are more vulnerable to to sin and make wrong decisions than other right. times. That's true. And we've talked we, a long, mm-hmm. long time ago, we talked yes. about the halt times right. in people's lives. And you're vulnerable during these times, the halt times, H-A-L-T, when you are hurried or you're rushed, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't like to be, I don't like to be hurried. I, I get, it's easy for me to get in the flesh and get angry and everything like that. When I, when I get rushed and everything like that. It brings stress. It brings stress, right. yeah. And so when you're hurried, H, when you're A, angry, when you're L, lonely, and when you're T, tired. And so when you are in that halt time, you need to stop. And you need to not not be able, not not try to do something that is significant there. You need to, you need to allow yourself to get past that before making some sort of decisions right. because you're going to probably make a wrong decision. Mm-hmm. If you're hurried, you're angry, you're lonely, or you're tired. Okay. 
And so, and sometimes we say, instead of hurried, you're hangry. Um, <laughs> so anyway, but you do make some bad decisions. Yeah, <laughs> you do when you do like that. So, but the thing is, is that there are times where you are more prone to sin. Mm-hmm. You're more prone to go in the wrong direction and, and you know what those are. Right. And so you have to avoid them. And so do whatever you can to avoid being in, in a place that you are susceptible to sin or susceptible to temptation right. and where you, would, where you would give in or would, where you would fall. You know what those are. And so you have to avoid temptation. Right. Avoid the very appearance of evil. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't do that. I, this, is, this is the way it's got to be for me. And people, oh, come on, come on. No, no, this is, this is what is best. And this is like best for everybody, believe me. Okay? And so you just, you just have to make, make a decision. Another thing I want to touch on here, we want to touch on, just in the next very few minutes here, is stay busy for God. Okay. Oh yeah. Stay busy. So good. How do you stop sinning? Stay busy for God. Yeah. Don't don't get. I I I don't remember the last time I was bored. <laughs> people people talk about bored in the mind. It's like you know it sounds kind of interesting. Maybe what does that mean that you don't have anything to do? Um, how do you not have anything? How to do? do you not? It's I don't even get concept. that. I was like I always have like a thousand things to do, <laughs> um, and and so. The, the thing is, is that it's important, it's important to stay busy for God, because if you're not, if you're not actively going in the direction or involved in what God has for you, the enemy will try to sideline you. He will come and he will put something in front of you, around you, something that's going to, to come and it's going to, you know, entice you and you're going to be like, well, you know, I don't have anything else to do. So why don't I, why don't I just, I'll just give it a shot. I'll try it. I'll see what this is about maybe. Cause no, stay busy for God. Right. Stay busy for God. I mean, people who fail, um, even in starting off in ministry because they don't stay busy for God. Right. I mean, do something, even if you're, if you're starting off in ministry and you're not like slamming it, I mean, find a place where you can get involved in a local church and you can just work your rear end off. Right. And you say, well, they're not paying me. You don't have to be paid for everything. Just get out there and help build the kingdom of God without a paycheck. I did it forever. And uh, I mean, it's just like, this is is what's in my heart. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be paid for everything. You don't realize actually how thankful you need to be that there's a place where you can sow seed into that because there's such rich reward and blessing that comes from that. And you don't, you obviously don't have that field in your life right then that you can sow into. So that's why I say be thankful. Be thankful there's a place where you can go and you can sow your seed of time. You know, one of the greatest Mm -hmm. blessings to us when we came and planted the church here in Johnson City, Tennessee, and of course now we're getting ready, we have our our first RTC church plant, which is starting on September 17th in Bristol, which we're, um, Bristol, Tennessee, which we're very excited about. And so 
one of the greatest blessings when we came here to start the church was that like from the very beginning, we had faithful people, we had loyal people, we had people that would uh, totally go the extra mile. Mm -hmm. Most all of them, almost all of them are still with us. And True. and that that give of their talent, they give of their time, they give of their resources, they support the vision in every way, shape, or form. I mean, just amazing people. But do you know, and of course, everything is by the grace of God, but you understand, my husband and I, we sowed those same things for many years. Some of them we weren't paid many for years. at all, and some of them that we were. And so we were blessed ourselves. I don't mean that we just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, please don't understand. Don't feel sorry for me. No, this, this is what we're blessed. If whether someone pays you or not has nothing to do with actually, if you're going to be blessed or not, you have to understand two actually separate things. God, the blessing comes from God. The reward comes from him and he is an amazing rewarder. Mm -hmm. And he will meet your needs. He will bless you in abundance. When you line up your life with the word of God and you, you're going to go in the direction that you sow. That's another reason why you need to sow your time. You need to sow your, your finances. You need to sow your effort. You need to sow of your talents, everything at all, your creativity, everything, because you're going to go and you're going to increase in that exact direction. Exactly. So right. know that, you know, for those that, that, you know, you're, you're, you're starting out in ministry or maybe you've been in a few years, but you're, you're not where you need to be. I mean, I'm still not where I need to be. We, even in the midst of us ministering and doing things, we sow. Okay. Understand yep. that just because we don't say, well, I'm not going to help out another church because I mean, I've been in ministry this long that, that it's, that person isn't like an idiot. Really? You, you don't, you don't even understand. I don't care how long you've been in ministry. You don't even understand how things actually work then. So, so you're always, we, why, why do we always sow so that we can always have harvest so that we can sow more again, because this is how God made us to be. And so no matter what, how successful you've been in any area of life, you will always be giving out. And actually that's where your greatest joy, your greatest reward in everything. And you'll see God's highest purpose fulfilled in your life when you do that. So don't, don't make excuses because it's, it is so true that when you sit around, you end up hanging out with people that are critical. They're already doing nothing, right? I mean, if you're sitting around it, you're going to be hanging around people that aren't doing anything. If you get around people that are busy, this is, they pull you into what they're doing. Because they're like, hey, this is where I got to go. Hey, come with me. Hey, I'm going to this. I'm going to go. I'm going to go um, play. You know, I'm, I'm in a worship band. I'm going to go play. Hey, come, come tonight. You know, and you might say, well, I don't, I don't play that. Or no, you can come help us. You can help us set up and, and you can help us tear down. And I mean, it'll be great. You can hang out with some great people. The next thing you know, you're involved. The next thing you know, they're asking you to do something else. And then you're, and then, and then you're, you're part, you're hired. You're part of the thing and you're going all around the world. I mean, that's literally what happened to me with, with ministry. I finished Bible school. All I knew was that I was supposed to move up to Alaska. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm never going to live there. Well, the next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living there. I, I just thought, okay, let me just, I took a job, which was the first open door, really working for um, a lady. She's a wonderful lady. She had a, at a, um, a daycare and I started doing that. And then, and any free time I had, I would serve. I started going to, um, 
Pastor Debbie Rich, many of you know that I wor- ended up working for her. Well, that came out of me actually sowing time into her ministry. I wasn't paid for any of it. And it was it was my own expense. It was my own time. I, I started just going to places where she's having revival meetings. And I says, hey, what can I help with? I can I can work at your book table here. I can help set up. I can help clean. I can, I'll, I'll do whatever, you know, I'll, you know. Um, and then it was like a little more responsibility was given to me. Okay, how do I handle that? What do I do? Do I know how to conduct myself? Do I know how to dress right? Do I, I know how to look like, um, you know, I could, you know, be smile and polite and, and, you know, all these kind of basic things that, you know, these days people, they can't even figure out how to like take a shower and smell good, let alone be, <laughs> no, seriously, I, I seriously cannot believe how many places I go, even, even like nicer places. And I'm like, hello, you stink. Can you, can you li- literally not bathe? I mean, it's really crazy these days, honestly. Yeah. People are just like they're in their minds. They're not. They're confused. And no, I'm I'm not serious. talking about people that have learning disabilities. I'm talking about people that they're they're all focused on feelings. They're focused on. And again, you if you're going to be wrapped up in that realm, there's no way you're staying free of sin. Okay, so you know people that it's like the the basics of life they're failing in, and so therefore it's just like this down. Hell spiral. That is not to be the way of the Christian. Amen. At all, whatsoever. But as I found myself, as I was faithful to just even what would seemingly be little doors, seemingly that would open up. You know, until you're found faithful with the little things, the word says, first of all, God can't multiply you. He can't increase you. And he certainly can't give you your own or enlarge you at all. And so that's why so many people are just stuck. They won't, they won't keep just doing the right thing because they're too focused on, well, I mean, I might miss out on something else or are you going to pay me or I don't really feel like doing that. I just want to sit here and everything happen for me. That's not even the, the way the kingdom of God works. Not maybe, at all. maybe that's the mentality of the world and it sure seems to be more and more. But especially in the last days, understand you have to have a kingdom mentality and you yes, won't be you able do. to stay free of sin if you do not have a kingdom mentality and, and realize how the kingdom of God operates. Mm-hmm. It operates that when you sow, you reap and then you sow some more and you reap some more and then you sow greater and you reap greater. You then go. you've proven yourself. Then you expand actually as a vessel and you prove that you are a vessel, a worthy vessel that is used time in day in, day out, all of the time, and then expanse comes, your realm of influence increases, the Lord brings other people around because you're like, wow, I need some, I need some help now for all I'm doing. And the increase continues, and you're able to be a bigger and a greater blessing, and you're able to expand Amen. in every way, shape, or form. But if you're not going to start out even in little ways of staying away from sin, of doing the right thing, what is the what are you doing right now that the Lord can bless? It's things that honor him, that line up with his word of God. What can he increase in your life? Mm-hmm. Because you're proving yourself faithful. And, and honestly, ask yourself that and then go, okay, I've come up with two things I'm doing. I'm just going to give an example. I'll give, okay, Lord, these two things, I really feel like unless you, unless you show me in your word or you show me by your Holy Spirit, Lord, to make the correction, I don't know what they are. Like, I feel like I'm actually doing well in these two things. Then start declaring increase over those two things. Start going, Father, I thank you. I'm going in a bigger way in this. Yes. Father, give me creative ideas. Give me wisdom. Give me strategy. Thank Father, you, I thank you for increase. And really hit it like that with your declaration and with, and with the word of God, declaring that. 
and just see how the Lord begins to open up things. Say, Lord, please, I can be trusted. I can be found faithful, of course, by your grace. I'm not talking about my own free. I'm not, and I'm not talking about just my own self. I understand it. In you, Father, I live and I move and I have my being. But Father, give me an opportunity. Father, show me, Father. Give me Give me what I need to be able to be expanded, that you would connect me with someone who could help me go farther. You pray those things, God will answer them. Yes, he, he will. He will answer. It's like a deep cries unto deep. If you're actually serious and you actually mean what you say, of course the Lord knows that. He will answer that prayer. And the next thing you know, it's not just... you. You're, just like my, um, my husband said earlier, you're not even thinking, I mean, sin is so far from your mind because you're just focused on what God has me, what I'm doing for his kingdom, what my place is. I'm standing on his authority. I'm living by faith. I'm accomplishing great things. I've got testimony hour after hour, day after day. I'm a greater blessing. I have more to sow. I have more creative ideas. There's more opportunities that open up to me. And I mean, it is, it is amazing. Now, of course, does that mean you're not going to have challenges? No, no, it doesn't. This is not a fairy tale made up thing the real life. But guess what? You've seen the faithfulness of the Lord. You know his word to declare. You understand. I'm not sitting down. I'm not stopping. I'm not camping out. I'm going to the other side. And whatever comes against me to try to stop me, actually, it's going to cause my faith to grow because I'm going to persevere. I'm determined. I am busting through this into a new level. And that thing that has tried to hinder me and hold me back will no longer be a part of my life ever again because I've busted up into a new level ahead of it and over it. Amen. Amen. Onward and upward. That is, (laughs) that is a way. Amen. Yes. Not compromising, not gonna uh, not gonna hang out in any low level areas. I'm not gonna compromise. I'm not gonna feed on things that allow sin, that allow me to to grow weak. But I'm gonna be constantly strengthening myself, myself in the Word of God, in the Holy Ghost, and around people that are going to be a part of my life, my faith life, my family of faith, and and God. Lord, I am sold out to your plan and your purposes. Yes, yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Well, we're so thankful that you've been listening to the Last Days podcast, that you've been, you know, helping others be able to hook up with this also. Yes. And until next time, we love you so much. God bless you. Have an absolutely wonderful, wonderful day. Yes. And Bye-bye. reach out to us. Yes, please. We'd love to hear from you. Bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.